Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study, and we're so glad you can join us. But before we get into the Word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for giving us everything that we need each and every day, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continually send your spirit down upon us, Lord, and that he rests and lives inside of us every day, Lord, and every second of every day, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for the promises that you give us in your word, Lord, and we also just thank you for the wisdom and knowledge that you have for each and every one of us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are, <clears throat> excuse me, glad to have you with us as we continue to discuss and study out the Word of God. And we are still in Acts. We're in chapter 7. Today we'll be moving forward and covering verses 17 through 36. Uh, but before we get into that, I'd just like to thank everyone that continues to partner with this ministry mm-hmm. by your prayers, by of course, you're giving, and and by giving, I mean sowing into this ministry, and especially by your liking, subscribing, and sharing these episodes and on this on this and any of the platforms you find a day of prayer on. We are committed to fulfilling what the Lord has mandated for this ministry, which is to build the Lord's house and to ensure that the gospel goes forth throughout the four corners of the earth. So. We'd just like to, to thank you because we are definitely blessed by your partnering and participating with us in this ministry and helping us accomplish those things. Or by helping us, I mean by participating with us. And that the Lord would reward you and bless you abundantly. Because um you know what would your when you partner, it's definitely something that we continually do is keep you in prayer. You and, and your family and your children's children and, and all the things that the Lord has blessed and will continue to bless you with is definitely something that we hold up and we don't take your partnering with us lightly. So mm-hmm. thank you for your participation. Hey, with John. Us. Yes, brother. We talk about people partnering and I don't know if they uh, understand the impact and I don't know if you're prepared to answer this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. And if not, just maybe you can think about it for another podcast. Okay. How many countries is this broadcast in, or does it get picked up on? Uh, so I know you shared it with me one time. As of last count, um, we're somewhere we're we're above 110 different countries thus far. That's how many countries the and nations the Lord has brought this podcast and this ministry to around the globe in well about three three and a half years. So I just want the listeners to kind of understand the impact that they're having as well as absolutely they support that this is not a a little local kind of thing. Obviously, we know that God did that. And Amen. And you share with me all the time that has nothing to do with you or Kamisha, um, that you, you stand amazed at how God is doing that. But I think it might be important for listeners to know 110 countries plus. Over, yes. Mm-hmm. So far, People and are counting. downloading and listening to this podcast, and your support is helping that. Absolutely. Yes, so thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen to that. And it, and it continues and thank to Thank you go. to both of you for being faithful to what God calls you to do, because I'm sure you had no idea 
that was it. In fact, if you didn't have the analytics, you probably would have no idea at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the Lord just you know continues to to show and uh, you know evidence and and the fruit of uh, you know His faithfulness and His goodness. It's not that we did anything of ourselves, but uh, I'll say the biggest thing for for me is that it's even reached in places where it's been known that these nations or many of the nations have been in opposition to the word and to the gospel and people continue to access it in those nations. So, you know, that's all the Lord. So we are, we are blessed and hope that you are blessed as well by, you know, hearing, you know, what the Lord's doing because it is not a small thing. So, we don't consider a small thing, even though no. you may consider partnering with this ministry a small thing. We we do not, and mm-hmm. like, as I said, we are blessed immensely by those that partner with us and by what the Lord continues Amen. to do. Amen. It's incredible, and you can expect a harvest on that. Amen. You're participating and partnering in what God is doing through this ministry and through um, through us as we're working together in this. And you can also expect a harvest because. God knows the length and the depth and the time and the seasons of the seeds that you have sown. So mm-hmm. don't let that go unharvested, expect it, and press into the Lord to receive from him in that, um, in that manner. Amen to that. All right, so are we ready to get into the word? Yes, indeed. I am, and uh, I look forward to this. <laughs> I so look forward to this. All right, can I get a volunteer to read from Acts 7, verses 17 through 36, please. All right, well. All right, I promise. But when the time of the promise drew near, which God had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt, till another king arose who did not know Joseph. This man dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our forefathers, making them expose their babies so that they, may not, so that they might not live. At this time, Moses was born, was well-pleasing to God, and he was brought up in his father's house for three months. But when he was, when he was set, set out, Pharaoh's daughter took him away and brought him up as her own son. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deeds. Now when he was forty years old, it came to his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended and avenged he who was oppressed and struck down the Egyptian. For he supposed that his brethren would have understood that God would deliver them by his hand, but they did not understand. And the next day he appeared to two of them as they were fighting and tried to reconcile them, saying, Men, you are brethren, why do you wrong one another? But he who did his neighbor wrong pushed them away, saying, Who made you a ruler and judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you did that Egyptian yesterday? Then at this saying, Moses fled and became a dweller in the land of Midian, Midian, where he had two sons. And when forty years had passed, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame, in a flame on a fire in a bush in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. When Moses saw, he marveled at the sight, and as he drew near to observe, the voice of the Lord came to him, saying. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses trembled and dared not look. Then the Lord said to him, Take take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. 
I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their groaning and have come down to deliver them. And now, come, I will send you to Egypt. This Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and judge? Is the one God sent to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hands, by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush? He brought them out after he had shown wonders and signs in Egypt and in the Red Sea and in the wilderness forty years. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right. So as is our custom. We're going to open up the floor for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. And then, of course, to ask any questions that you may have. So, who'd like to begin? But, Charles, did you want to go? You can go, Lil. Okay, so one thing that I saw while reading and listening to the passage being read, it um, reminded me of myself a little bit when... Um, Moses thought that his brethren would understand that he would deliver them and be the, their ruler, essentially, and thought they'd just, like, get it. And the Lord just showed me every time when I thought my brothers would just get it, when I did something for them, and the Lord was like, wait, but in doing something for him and a service for, towards the Lord, there also has to be a an opportunity for the others around you to be drawn to the Lord. So, um sometimes I'll like bump them out of the way to do the dishes and it's just because I don't want to be late but the Lord was showing me that in allowing them to go through the process then they can be matured and grown up and so can I I can learn a little bit more, more patience and not be so quick off the bat to bump them out the kitchen and get them out the way because that's not how God works either he didn't strike Moses and push him off the side of the mountain after he broke the stone tablets or because Moses was running away and doing things he shouldn't have done that's not how he is and that's not how we should be either because we're made in his image and in his likeness well you see a a funny little feature here that I I often (laughs) remind you of you know when it comes to your siblings I remind you those aren't your kids yes when you have your kids you can bump them out of the way, but don't bump mine. And, and likewise, Moses is God's creation. Those, are, those people belong to God, not mm. you. Despite the, the charge that God may give you over them, they belong to him. And you should treat them as though you remember that God is both your maker and theirs. Hmm? Yes, Lord. And well, give them the same love and grace that you want to be bestowed upon you. And when you allow God to raise up his people as he desires, you'll find that he also cultivates you so that you're well-rounded. You can stay on dishes all day and you can do that for the next 30 years. But do you ever learn how to be a leader after God's heart? Do you ever learn how to walk with the Lord when all you do is do the dishes? So giving them a chance to grow up is important because Mm. he's their maker too. Because this is slightly, not slightly, (laughs) It is vastly different from what you're describing, right? Now, Moses thought that his brethren would understand that the Lord was sending him as a deliverer, but they did not. And could you imagine, would Moses have been able to accomplish the task, doing it the way he initially started out trying to accomplish what he heard the Lord speaking to him clearly about being a deliverer. No. no. Uh, it's, uh, it's all but an impossibility. But now doing it the Lord's way, you saw that come to fruition. 
And and Moses didn't deliver anybody. The Lord did the delivering. Amen. And he used the vessel called Moses. Amen. Because Moses committed murder. Right. So that's, that was where I was going with this, honey. So you talked about giving grace. Yes, grace had to be given to his brethren so they could understand what the Lord was doing. And even doing it his way, they didn't understand what the Lord was doing. But Moses also needed to come up to grow, to mature, and come into the fullness of understanding of what the Lord wanted to do in and through him, in the way he wanted to do it. So how to carry out the Lord's will. How to walk with God. Amen. In the, Lord, in the Lord's will. Because if you notice, God does all the directing. He's got all the plans. He gives all the directions. He supplies the resources. And he asks you and I to obey and to cooperate with him. Don't fight against him. And most certainly don't snatch your hand out of his and then drive away and leave him standing on the curb and you go and shut up, God, I got the plan. I'll do it all by myself. Shh. That, that doesn't work. It's not right. And we always end up walking in our flesh. When we sow to the flesh, we of the flesh reap corruption. Um, something I, I tell people all the time, if you're trying to help them, they have to survive your help. Right. So you, you're saying, I'm delivering you. I'm helping you. And then the man had a, a logical response. You're going to kill me, too. That's the kind of help you give. And, and you say that's from the Lord is murder. I don't think so. How do I see God through that? How do I see the blessing of the Lord? Lord, you love me through you murdering. No. And God love Moses. Which is a valid question. Right. Where, where do you yeah. draw the line then? Right. If you're going to murder, murder these him, people, what's then what's the difference? Because you grew up looking at them every day. You drank the same cup of water. You. Right. Y'all live in the yes. palace together or, or, you know, whatever it was in their minds. They, they were thinking you're closer to them than you are to us. And you killed them without blinking an eye. Right yes. now. I mean, because we love Moses, we got to see behind the scenes. We got to see all the things that God wanted to do through him. We're like, oh, how did you respond like that? fellow Israelites, but it's a logical question. So as we're doing the will of God, we can't use sin as a, a vessel and a vehicle, a, a viable means to carry out the will of God. That does not work. By my sin, I helped you, Lord. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. And, and I love how you brought that up, right? Yes, we, we love Moses because we love Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Because Moses was doing the will of the Lord. Did he get it perfect? No, no of course not. But we go, let's go back to that love and grace piece. And he gave the people grace. Even though Moses wasn't always held in such uh, esteem, as it were, because, right, it says that <laughs> they rejected him. They rejected him. Multiple times. And tried Repeatedly, throughout the 40 years in the wilderness. And, I mean, that's a... Uh, meet me, a, him, and they, I mean, they, <laughs> they tried a lot of things. That's a significant amount of grace shown. Ah, but he moved from murdering to get his point across to mm -hmm. saying to interceding, which is where God wanted him in the first place. Amen. He moved from murdering. I'll, I'll take care of you, you know, choking the person out, <laughs> bashing him in the head with a rock to interceding. And then also to letting God be God and letting God judge the situation. Sometimes it seems faster if I just put my hands around your neck right? <laughs> How many people have thought that if I just tell you off real quick, I'll just solve this problem and we can get on down the road. If I just, you know, give you a blankety blank. Remove the obstacles we can, to progress. We can do it. And you know, you guys are all looking and blushing, but 
bumping your your brother with your hip, how is it better to get out of the way? How is that better than going beep, 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 you know, as you're flying the bird and (laughs) anything of that nature? How is it any different? We love to make our sin lesser in our own eyes, but it's not. Now, don't be so don't be foolish and let those words come out of your mouth. But still, it's the same thing. Don't think them either. Glory to God. It's the same thing. And we feel like our flesh is a faster pathway to the means that God has provided. You see that with Sarah bringing Hagar to Abraham. My flesh is a faster route. If I wait on you, God, then I'll be doing just that, waiting. And you're going to take forever, Jesus, so I'm going to hurry up and do it. That's not what God wants. And neither does he want us to get a glimpse in our eye of a shadow of something he wants to bring to pass. And then we're like, shut up, Lord. And we're running to carry it out on our own. And then our flesh is all over it. And now, God, we have to go into the wilderness. You think about the the mind and the I'll, I'll say his his psyche in this Moses now he had to relive and, and be cleaned up from murdering someone how many times did that flash before his eyes how many times did he think about that while he's wandering around out there and so, all that that means so you mean was it how many times did it remain as an obstacle to actually moving forward and carrying out what the Lord desired for him to do right and just from a mental or his destiny yes you know i i've done things in my life and i've been you know there are times where it's like you didn't say that right and it, the, the adversary just over and over echoes that through my mind in an attempt and, to disqualify you right and keep you from moving forward right but then even in myself i go how did i how did i miss that how did i oh lord i know better i know you're in me why did i do that and so that whole process yes god he always reminds me who i am and and that does not last long in me at this point but there was a time in my life where that would have set me aside for months Mm. that would have been like i can't i can't speak that word to you because i know that i just right and god knows this and he doesn't want us to be set aside or um shackled by things that we do out of our flesh that's why he says don't do that don't sow to the flesh sow to the spirit because it's without a doubt when you sow to your flesh you are going to reap corruption there's not a a might to that you may reap corruption that's not what the scripture says it says you will reap corruption and on the other side when you sow to the spirit you will reap life and the life of god will be manifested the glory of god and his life in you produces glory towards him. Yes, we get to stand in the sunshine a little bit with him, but the glory is for his name. He will be glorified by what you do. And it's hit or miss when you work out of your flesh, if you might get a little bit of recognition out of it. But more so, it's infamy. He got infamy out of this. Oh, you murdering Moses. You know, that... (laughs) Clearly, it's still discussed today. But it's written down not, not to condemn or to judge. Of course. It's written down so we can understand and not commit the same acts, not carry that out. And by that, I mean, not attempt to do the Lord's will out of our flesh. Amen. Let's just make it stated plainly. Amen. And Moses learned the first time Mm -hmm. he went in his own name and led to murder. But the second time he said, Lord, who do I say sent me? And now he's going in the name of the Lord and it didn't mean that now that because Moses went in the, the name of the Lord, that now the rest was smooth sailing. Because as we talked about, they tried to stone him. They tried to mutiny. They tried to do a, a various number of things. But in that, Moses was shielded because God said, they're not talking about you. They're talking about me. Now, now the right perspective is 
is lined up in Moses and God was working to cultivate that in the people as they would give him opportunity to cultivate in their heart, how to trust God, how to believe him, how to walk with them. But Moses wasn't sinning against God any longer. And Moses was allowing God to work through him to bring about this wonderful thing that generations are still seeing the blessing of generations and various people groups are still reaping this blessing. And Moses got to partake of what was promised to Abraham. He got to do all that. Now there were still hiccups. There were still things he had to press through. He had to fight. He had to believe God, but it was no longer fighting against God saying, God, I'm helping you. It was now God. I am fighting with you, God, and I'm cooperating and walking in what you've called me to, to do. And you have ordained and the Lord did the, he did the work and there was no negative repercussions to Moses and him walking with God. There's always negative repercussions in our flesh, seen or unseen, but not so when we walk in the spirit. Anyone else? Oh, Dean, you got something? You got something to say over there? Not yet. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, when you do percolating. Okay. okay. Well, let the Holy Spirit finish it. Finish that thought. And let us know when. When he has done so. Okay. By the charge, you have something in the meantime, right? Yes. All right. Let's hear it, sir. First thing I would like to point out was that when we read this, it, um, Stefan referenced how this, they only started to go into slavery after the people forgot who Joseph was. And Lord, remind me to look back. If you look back through Joseph's life, he was 30 when he came to power. And then he died when he was 110. So the Lord was just showing me that this was not an instantaneous put into bondage. You didn't just go into Egypt. They were in that meanwhile, like that 80 years, they were being blessed in there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just you're sitting around looking at each other, waiting for the shackles to come on. And then the, also the Lord was showing here was that I was thinking back about it and how they had all these hurts and stuff. And the Lord was showing me that even in their slavery, there was a certain degree of grace and mercy the Lord showed them. Because what slave has herds that he can just go to, they don't have that. You have nothing. You're just shackled and you live in shacks. But they had houses and they had herds and other things. Mm -hmm. So even in their slavery, they're still being protected and looked after by the Lord. Amen. And, And they were in slavery for over 400 years. Yes. Um, I think by the time they came... Moses showed back up. I think it had been 430 years. And um, earlier in Genesis, when the Lord was speaking to Abraham and telling him what would happen, he said they would be there for 400 years. Uh, so they, they did go through hard times. Remember, they had their babies cut out of their wombs. Um, yes. By the Egyptians. Now, that didn't that wasn't the entire time that they were there. And as you said, they were blessed and they did grow. That was one of the things that made uh, Pharaoh dislike them is that they were becoming so numerous and it was evident that they were clearly strong people. They were clearly blessed and they were able to reproduce easily. Um, Why? Because the Lord was with them. And the Lord was with them because one person, Joseph, initially refused to do anything but the will of the Lord refused to let the situation, the circumstance 
whatever it was, get in the way of God being his God and he continuing to be God's servant and to seek him for everything. So the Lord gave him favor and blessed everybody and how many people across the the world, the globe, were saved as a result of that. Because everybody came to Egypt to get grain and food and all those things. Mm-hmm. So how, as well as Joseph being blessed and given the, the greatest land in all of Egypt. Mm-hmm. But then it says that after that, they fell away. And the There's no secondhand anointings. You mm-hmm. cannot have a secondhand relationship with the Lord. And what do I mean by that? You can't know the Lord through me. He wants a, an individual, a personal, really intimate, personal, intimate, deep relationship with each and every one of you. And he wants you to keep pursuing him, not kick your feet up because it, it's easy. For it you. And it seems you're favored. Keep for you, him. for yourself in him. Mm-hmm. Not through myself or anyone else. We're not a substitute for that. God is to be your God. And you're to be his person. You're not my servant. You're the Lord's servant. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to serve. I'm serving you because I'm serving the Lord. I'm so, here to serve all because I'm serving the Lord. So basically, I'm serving God. That's and it. And you are getting the benefit of that. That's it. And that's what okay. you see in Joseph. Right. right? And, and as a result of that, as a result of that, everyone's blessed. But you see, when they didn't adhere or continue in, letting God be their God and and they continuing to be God's people and put them right into bondage. Even in the most blessed land within Egypt, they became slaves. Yes. The people who gave them that land had passed and it says that they didn't know them. Didn't know Joseph. So in other words, after he was gone, we have to have that relationship so we can we can be blessed and continue to be a blessing to others now the lord knew it was going to happen and he'd already prov- planned for provided since the beginning a way for them to be delivered mm-hmm. right yes yes because god's all knowing he's omniscient among other things sovereign omnipotent Right? Yes. yes. Okay. It doesn't take away from the fact that we need to have our own personal relationship with him. So if you want to see those blessings and benefits in your life, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added to you. Not seek all the blessings and benefits and eventually get towards the kingdom and his righteousness. Right? That's, that's yes. putting things out of order. That would be putting things between you and God. Not the other way around. Because the earth's the Lord's and everything therein. All the silver is his. All the gold is his. So anything that yes. we could find of value, we can only find in him. And will be of greater value. Because he is the greatest value. And must be in our lives. 
Amen? Amen. All right. Well, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for today and for another opportunity to grow and mature in you, Lord. We thank you for your written word, Lord. We thank you for your spoken word, God. We thank you for your faithfulness to us and our families, Lord. We thank you for your gentleness and your compassion, your mercy and your grace that you show towards us, Lord. And we thank you for your love, Lord, and the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, that covers our sins, Lord, and puts us in right standing with you, Lord, when we repent, God. So we just thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.